Hey y'all, welcome to this episode, uh, this week's episode of Tequila for Breakfast. I'm your host, Dana DC. Um, yeah, I done had my little two glasses of wine, so I'm chilling, just had to, um, shut these kids down. I tried to be a nice mother, you know, and they did not want to listen. I'm like, I'm about to record my podcast, y'all gonna have to hold it down, it's past y'all bedtime, but I'm gonna let y'all watch TV, because y'all been so quiet, and I guess I spoke too soon, because as soon as I started recording, these niggas want to get, try to get loud, and, you know doing shit that little four and five year olds do so i just had to be the mean guy yet again whatever moving forward um yeah welcome back y'all i've been um i ain't gonna say chilling this week i actually been trying to keep myself busy um focusing on self and purpose and all the other good stuff so i hope y'all week has been pretty bomb um, I had a pretty interesting start to my weekend. Um, I'm becoming a lightweight, y'all. So, uh, a while ago, not a while ago, maybe like a week or two ago, the closest thing to my nigga came over here and we were just like, I don't know, we was just chilling. So I had some tequila. I always, um, have like a bottle of tequila sitting around. We finished it like not too long ago and I need to go buy another bottle because like when I can't afford to get no liquor then like I you know I take me a couple of shots and it's like woosa and like right now I'm in a state of just like trying not to do um any illegal substances because I'm trying to get like a nine to five to um you know help sustain my living (laughs) because this entrepreneurship shit is not working out the way that I needed to like um as far as my bills are concerned and it's like they're taken care of but like I don't like constantly having to hustle like shit I've been doing this shit since I was 15 so you know it gets kind of tiring um but anyways yeah so he was over here and I forgot what led us to drinking this damn tequila y'all and it wasn't a lot in there i was pouring us one shot and i was like oh shit, she left in here so let me pour <laughs> multiple shots i ended up taking like four shots y'all and when i say i was drunk so fucking fast y'all outside of that leading to like really good sex that shit was i was so embarrassed not embarrassed like oh my god i can't believe i got drunk in front of him but like i can't believe that this is what my life has come to like and i guess because i haven't been drinking um and when i do it is it's wine that i'm drinking so i'm not like getting drunk but i'm just feeling like okay um is this like old age it's because is it because i've slowed down on drinking like why did i get drunk so fast i don't know i don't understand i don't like it but here i am again tonight and i only had two glasses two little punk ass glasses too y'all i'm not even gonna stunt with y'all typically my glasses i feel my wine glass to like the rim or something close to it but (laughs) but this time i just you know i did the classy thing about maybe two-thirds of the way and i had two of those and my body is warm and i'm chilling so i don't know if there's some shit that comes with age or if it's because i ain't been drinking in a while 
maybe I got to link up with my cousin Sequoia and get back on my my shit because I don't like how this shit feel. Um, and y'all know when I get a little tipsy, I all these different accents come out. Today has been a New Orleans type of day. I made some jambalaya for the kids or whatever. So, you know. Um, <laughs> I don't even know if my accents are good, y'all. I don't even know, like, if that shit is offensive to other people when I do it. When I speak uh, my little bootleg Jamaican accent, my little New Orleans accent, my British accent, I don't know. Like, I don't even know if it's good. It's to my standard, I'm going to say yes. But motherfuckers from them places probably be, like, hella offended if they heard me talk. But it's all good. Like, it's it's from a place of love, y'all. I just know that I fuck with your culture. So, yeah. Anyways. So, um. Oh. Drunk bitch thoughts. So, reverting back to these kids. I've been experiencing phantom kicks again. And I know that it's um allegedly like a normal thing after having given birth to kids but y'all this shit freaks me out because i would literally be chilling and feel like baby's kicking and i know i ain't pregnant so yeah that's that on that um i've been seeing like the cutest babies and pregnancy announcements and gender reveals i seen one earlier where um this couple found out they was having a girl and both of the parents were like super disappointing disappointed and it was kind of sad i ain't gonna lie like i know when i found out i was having a girl i did cry um because i really wanted a boy child but like i'm grateful that i had a daughter because my my son would probably be super spoiled and it really ain't no telling like just what I would be dealing with and I would probably be over here getting ran the fuck over because he would really have his way with me um but yeah the the phantom kick shit is pretty wild and then like one of my favorite social media couples and I'm not one of them people that look at people like oh relationship goals because you never really know what people really going through like at home and in their personal life and how their relationships really fucking working so you know, I'm just not one of them people, but a couple that I really do admire, like how honest they are with themselves, um, and appear to be honest with their following is, uh, Kadeen and DeVal Ellis. Um, y'all probably know them from, uh, I know DeVal plays on that BT show Sisters. Um, and Kadeen does uh, a host of like other things they both do but they have their podcast uh dead ass podcast um that just launched I want to say it was like last year or the end of 2019 or something like that but um they have YouTube uh that's how they build their following is I want to say posting videos on like TikTok and Vine and like Instagram and um then they like blog their lives it's like you know a little millennial couple they have three boys already and they're pregnant with their fourth child they don't know if it's a boy or girl yet but they are first of all they fine let's just cut to the chase both of them fine she fine he fine they got some cute ass kids like it's just like okay y'all really just like ideal ideal couple like they hold each other accountable they keep themselves together um yeah just super cute couple i adore them um 
I'm not gonna say relationship goals because again like they've talked about like their trials and whatever that they've been through in their relationships from him cheating on her to her um not necessarily cheating like physically but like to uh, a man standard with a woman that he would love like she emotionally started to invest in somebody else so I guess that is a form of cheating but um they've overcome those things and here they are you know three four kids later and you know they're happy and they they make it clear that they're not always happy with one another i know listening to their podcast a couple of times they was like oh yo we weren't speaking for however long just this past month or whatever because x y and z and they're very um honest about their relationship they don't try to make it sound like you know they always good because he fine and she fine and he making money and she making money and they got some cute ass kids and it's nice ass house and you know these thriving careers like they're very frank about what it is that they deal with with each other from her not wanting to have sex with him all the time from him wanting to have it all the time and she don't want it like it all to you know her mama living with them and you know the struggle of raising boys and like him losing his not losing his job but like I guess getting dropped from the NFL I guess he got dropped from the NFL basically retiring from the NFL and her having to like work hard to take care of the bills while he took care of the kids to like the role switching and now he's like I guess he take care of all the bills but like you know his acting checks is like what's cutting it right now as well as like their other endeavors but like he's the one physically out here working for the most part and she's at home with the kids as well as doing like her little side hustles on social media so like that's just it's a beautiful thing and it's like I wish a lot of dudes kind of understood that just because you don't have it all right now um don't mean that the the woman that you're supposed to be with like you don't have to (sighs) okay i'm trying to think of a way to word this without being like a bitch a lot of women it's a lot of women that will work with a nigga it's a lot of women that's that's out here willing to build a nigga and the reason why most women or a lot of women also are not willing to is because they've at one point been that type of woman to want to build a nigga right only for that man to turn around treat her like shit find somebody else that he feels like you know he could build better with and like you know so if you ever come across a woman that ain't willing to like deal with you through your struggles just know nine chances out of ten she didn't either been through it or she was raised by a woman that done been through it and she don't want to go through that okay now on the other hand of that again you have women that are willing to build with you and like sacrifice with you for both of y'all to get to where y'all want to be um career-wise and financially and all that other good stuff for instance tabitha brown y'all knew i was gonna bring it up she um very nice nasty read miss wendy williams uh this past week um sorry that's my glass y'all um heard these niggas go with these fireworks i cannot wait till july's over i'm sick of this shit already but 
Yeah, so Wendy Williams brought Tabitha Brown up on her show. Apparently, she didn't even know who she was, which, like, I find it hard to believe. She is, like, literally America's sweetheart. Like, who don't love Tabitha Brown? Anyways, so Tabitha recently had made a post about, like, retiring her husband from the LAPD so that he could pursue his career um, since she got hers up and running because that... She didn't give an explanation why in the first video. We didn't need to know why, honestly. Um, but Wendy Williams took it upon herself to take that clip and talk about it in the hot tops on her show and just basically was like, this sounds like a mistake. Uh, what he's going to do, all he's doing is just using Tabitha and so on and so forth. Miss Tabitha just had to let her know, honey, we've been together for, well, we've only been, we've been married for 23 years we struggled together and we are built we've built this life like together and we made a pact that if he supported me while I followed and pursued my dreams once I got me together then I would retire him and support him while he followed and pursued his dreams and basically was like girl I'm sorry that this not your life I'm sorry that you you know haven't this hasn't been your experience and like I pray that love finds you that this type of love finds you because in other words you know you just a hurt ass bitch and you trying to put your you know uh what do you call it project your pain and your struggles and your you know the bullshit of your life off onto me and she was 100 percent right she said it in such a nice way that i wouldn't have been able to word um but she still like let it be known like girl don't try it over here baby because we 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 got this together and i think that's so beautiful for you know that to be her relationship because wendy ain't the only one out here that We'll look at that and be like, uh, I would never. A bitch like me could never or would never. And it's mostly because you couldn't. So, you know, and I'm just saying it because I, again, am one of them people that, like, I've been supportive of every boyfriend I've ever had. Anything that they wanted to do, like, if they were, you know, ambitious enough, which most of them weren't, um to like say oh this is what I want to do like I've supported them I've even had them like tell me shit that they want to do and I'll be like oh babe like go for it like nigga I got your back and I'm spewing our ideas and they sit on the couch smoking weed playing games or whatever the fuck it is they doing sneaking around with bitches whatever um but it's just weird to me that like um I can only speak on my experience and I want to say it's just black men I'm not just black men but I've only heard black men talk like that when it's crazy because I know most women that I am friends with or in contact with have been those type of women that they say don't exist you know um you hold a nigga down and you really really like have his back and be at shows and you know watching his kids and whatever the fuck else you have to do to support and help him only for him to turn around and like going on about his business once he gets to where he going so I think it's dope that Tabitha Brown husband did that for her I think it's dope that she's doing that for him um fellas do know that you can have a woman a black woman support you and hold you down but like don't treat it like shit once you get to where you're going because that that beats the problem 
and I feel like the game is really switching switching up obviously it's a lot of women out here that like have gotten their shit together and they really don't you know need a man uh for financial reasons or anything else like that but more so for the uh, physical attributes <laughs> and things of that sort so I gotta kind of keep it a little PG-ish because I know these net badass kids are still in there listening but um yeah um moving forward i also seen this video on ig that it just it really really triggered me um because i come from a dark-skinned woman and she fine she's pretty she literally is the dark darker version of me or i'm the lighter version of her eyes to say and it was just a bunch of i guess little rap niggas i don't know who these niggas is um, and none of them appear to be like the bees knees in my opinion, but you know, maybe to these little 20 somethings and 19s teeny boppers, they are, um, they literally had a line of women like lined up. It was doing like the whole smash and pass thing. It's like, okay, grow up, but they young, whatever. I'm gonna let them get their rocks off. That wasn't the problem. The problem was literally every dude that went down that lineup took the time to like go in on this dark skin girl just for being dark skin and she ain't ugly she didn't have no bad body like none of that they all literally just said no to her simply because she was dark and took the time to like you know they could have just said i pass but nobody did that all of them oh no nah, fuck with dark skins it's like oh yeah you cute but i don't do dark skin women or eh, i smash you just to see what it's like but i wouldn't mess with you like that because you dark skin and it's like first of all most of you niggas that's doing the shit is dark skin so you either have an insecurity with yourself or you got mommy issues because i'm pretty sure your mama black than a motherfucker like I need black niggas to do better. I need the man that is is helping raise these stupid ass dudes, these goofy ass niggas to do better. Like, and I think that's another reason why I'm like, I really do want a son. So, I mean, he might be a little spoiled, but I just feel like I would do a really good job at um, raising a black man. I know I wouldn't. <laughs> Look, fool me once, won't fool me again. So, my next baby daddy is my husband. You feel me? And I just don't see us raising someone that would get out in this world and be like a fuck nigga like that. And it's not to say that he won't be a human and have flaws and just like, you know, have little characteristics that need to be fixed because as life progresses, you experience things and you digest them a certain way and he may not react to things the way that we want him to react to them but shit like that won't be going on the fuck out of here like if you don't like a bitch because of the the complexion of her skin you trifling you trifling because black women and i'm just saying it because black women come in all shapes shades and sizes now I ain't gonna get off into other stuff, other races. That's that's your business. If you don't want to mess outside your race, I don't. I'm not gonna knock nobody for that. Whatever. Anyways, moving forward. Um, 
yeah this is getting a little extensive extensive so i'ma go ahead and wrap this up grownish starts this week i ain't getting paid for this promotion but that is my shit it's like a little mini version of insecure but like you know pg-13 i love it i'm obsessed with it it'll be back on this thursday so we will be talking about that next week just so y'all know that it's my shit i'm gonna take a quick break get myself together and i will come back with our topic of the day okay y'all so welcome back i had to get myself together so anyways so this week i wanted to um just really um give my perspective on a couple of things like regarding situations or i mean i was gonna say situationships <laughs> oh dang no well we could talk about that a little bit too because it actually is a part of it but um i seen this video clip with um it was like a little group of men just talking about like what it takes to make a woman happy and they all were given their opinions on what it took to make a woman happy basically talking about how uh i don't know that nigga name the little amazon nigga jeff benzo jeff benzo <laughs> benzino <laughs> whatever the fuck his name is and bill gates how they both really just both recently just went through like divorces and they're like the wealthiest men alive blah 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 blah, so on and so forth first of all money doesn't equate happiness um in relationships it doesn't i've been like in situations de- dealing with niggas with like hella money and was not happy with them i've been in situations with niggas who didn't have much and like in the beginning we were a little happier but granted like age played a big factor in it but you know i feel like you can be happy with somebody that don't have a lot of money shit the nigga i'm talking to now ain't got a lot of money but like when we spend time together and so on and so forth i'm happy i'm content somewhat um i say somewhat because there's a lot more that goes into the situation anyways um yeah and i can't think of that football player's name the nigga ended up playing like baseball or something too he had big ears um i want to say it's Deion sanders i think it was Deion sanders was one of the guys that was sitting there as well as ocho cinco chad <laughs> chad johnson um and he was just basically saying like if you pay attention to a woman and like what she does for you that's what she's looking for you to do for her and he's right (laughs) he out of all the things that they said and it's not to say that those guys were wrong i feel like first of all you cannot say what one woman wants to be happy is what the next woman wants to be happy because you could literally be dealing with somebody that lived through poverty and don't want to be in poverty and as long as she got money and she could take care of herself and her family and pay her bills she's fucking happy or you could be dealing with a woman who don't give a fuck about that because she can make her own motherfucking money what can you do for me on an emotional and do you make me feel protected so on and so forth um to make her happy so it really just depends on a person that you're dealing with so let's just start there but what he said was not wrong i feel like it was kind of dead on because um i feel like a lot of people 
um, whether or not that they notice operate off of treat people the way that you want to be treated um, when they're being genuine. Um, it's not to say that, you know, people ain't out here playing the game the way that they want to play it or the way that they think it should be played. But, like, when you come in from a heart space, you naturally are going to do for that person what you want them to do for you. And it doesn't have to be all the time. But if your love language is spending time you naturally gonna want to spend a lot of time with that person if your love language is acts of service you you naturally gonna be giving this motherfucker foot rubs back rubs um let me run your bath water let me cook it in and so on and so forth and you some part of you is going to i'm not gonna say expect that in return but kind of want those things in return um so I don't think that he was wrong, like, at all. And I feel like a lot of women want consistency. And I just recently, um, not recently, but earlier this year, I had to, like, cut a dude off for trying to be inconsistent with me just out the gate. And it's like, nah, bro, the least you could do is finesse me up a little bit. <laughs> That's the least you could do is butter me up, butter me down, like, get in here good before you try to be inconsistent with me because like it's one thing if i've been dealing with you and then you fall a little inconsistent like i'm gonna struggle with that because it's feelings and history involved and that's just me and it's not to say that that's okay either but like bro you can't come in out the gate fresh off the porch baby trying to play games you can't do that you literally like that dude he was on some other shit but, you know, I'm in a space where I am. I'm learning to leave inconsistent people alone. Like, I'm not okay with a person just deciding, like, oh, okay, well, I feel like dealing with you today, so I'm coming over. Or, you know, I want some of what you got, so I'll be there at this time. Like, it's it's not okay. It makes me uncomfortable. I feel like you in a in the way of my husband getting to me. And, yeah. Like, it's literally other niggas out here. And it's just like, where you want to go? What you trying to do? So, I'm not going to keep putting them on the back burner to be put on the back burner by somebody else. That's crazy. You know? Um, And the wild thing is, a lot of men want women to submit to them without consistency. You can't even show me that you know I am a priority for you in any aspect um but you looking for me to be like what you need me to do or you know whatever you say like I'm doing it first of all a woman is going to only I'm not gonna say only because you got some goofies out there but a smart woman is only going to submit to a man when he is properly leading her and he's leading in her favor and it's not to say that she's always gonna like well yeah I guess it is in a way she's always going to benefit from it if you are leading her in a way that will not cause her you know ill harm hurt whatever then naturally that woman is going to submit to you um I just feel like it's biologically in us like I have yet to have that happen so I don't submit to a lot of these niggas it's been a couple times where I, I've tried but 
I can never go all the way because <laughs> these niggas is one inconsistent and two they're comfortable in their lack of consistency like it's okay for them and it's I know it's in large part of them not fully wanting me or wanting me in that way not a dumb woman by by long shot so and that's another thing like ladies need to understand is when a man wants you and I feel like that's part of the reason I just had a um pretty in-depth conversation with my friend the other night and I feel like that's a big part of me like sexually I cannot give a hundred percent I, ain't, I know ain't no man ever had me at 100% because I just know that you, you don't want me in a way that I want to be wanted. You don't want me 110%. You don't want me for real, for real, because the things that I'm telling you that I need from you, I'm not getting. And I've seen niggas when they really want a woman. I've seen them like go from struggling and sitting on the ass and shooting the shit to like you know they feet hit the ground and they running and they doing what they have to do to make this person happy and anybody knows that when you give to a woman she only gonna make it better and it's very simple saying you know you give a woman a house she make it a home you give a woman a sperm she give you a child you give a woman some food and some groceries and she make a meal like that's just the way the shit crumbles that's the way the cookie crumble and i'm sorry y'all hearing me fidget with all this stuff on my desk i'm like trying to make space so that i'm not knocking stuff over but um yeah so you know when you're doing stuff in favor of a woman to provide and protect her she's going to give to you she's going to make sure that you are well taken care of in all aspects um that she is you know capable of and if you come at her a hundred percent and she is you know well-rounded mentally (laughs) and emotionally she's gonna she's gonna meet you at that hundred percent period and it it you know and it could go vice versa as well i'm not saying it's always like the fellas sometimes you do have women that are emotionally unavailable and be half-stepping and pussyfooting in relationships and you know sorry sorry to that man that has to deal with that or woman whoever but um yeah i feel like when you truly truly want somebody a man biologically and i'm speaking on men specifically because i do feel like it's in y'all natures to hunt and to to really go hard for the things that y'all want i've seen it like i've seen it so i know that it's it's a thing i know that it's possible and can't no nigga ever crumb me and convince me otherwise because I've seen it <laughs> with my own eyes. So when a nigga come to me and it's like, oh, I do want you, but, you know, this, this, and this, and this, and this. You have too many excuses to want me. You don't want me, baby. <laughs> You're not doing what it takes to, to get me and to keep me. And you could wheel me in with, like, your charming ways, your weirdo, artistic ass, you know, aura, um, good sex even. You could wheel me in with those things, but they, they aren't going to keep me like there's other things to me um 
So, yeah, get consistent, fellas. <laughs> Consistency, um, certainty, confidence, like all of those things really do matter. Protection is a big one for me. Um, and you can't fake that shit neither. Like a lot of niggas, oh, I got your back if, if such X, Y, and Z happen. But you wouldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight for real, for real. And it's like, you know, I know when a nigga playing and when he for real. So. Oh, shit. Sorry, I got my ears itching. But, yeah. And it's just like getting to the point for me, like, I'm really over dating. Um, I hate getting to know people. And it sounds bad because I'm kind of a, I am a people person, but it's like, I'm an introvert and extrovert. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but I'm getting tired of like trying to get to know niggas and like learning their mamas and meeting their cousins and like all of this shit. So it's like, at this point, I don't want to be bothered with it. And I've come to terms that not everybody is meant to, to have somebody. And I feel like that's a narrative that we also need to, like, get rid of in society is that we all come here to, like, you know, work, um, pay bills, meet our quote-unquote soulmates, get married, have kids, settle down, and, like, that's our life. That's not supposed to be everybody's life. All of us are not meant to be married for all the rest of our days. You know what I'm saying? Some of us literally are put here for other reasons some of us will die never have been in a marriage or never have been in a serious relationship or a committed relationship um so I guess that's where the whole thing comes with it's better to have loved than have not loved at all which you know it's kind of bullshit but I, I can see where it comes from um yeah that's my little ranch, y'all. I don't have much else to say about it. <laughs> uh, I do have some other topics that, that stem from this that I would like to talk to um, a couple of other people about. So I'll save that for a different show. I have everything written down. Y'all won't miss a beat. But yeah, that is this week's episode. Um, I'm trying to think if I have any announcements for y'all. Oh, I am having a paint and sip at my house this weekend. So I know it's people that listen to my podcast, that number I don't have or whatever. I sent out like invites. Uh, but if you would like to join, DM me and I will give you all of the deets. Um, don't forget y'all, I do tarot. Um, you can book on my website now. Um, I still got shirts and shit available um, on my website. I did take off the prize shirts. I left the dad hats because I'm obsessed with the hats. I'm sorry. They're staying. They're here to stay. The peach shit is up only because it's summer and I feel like it was right. It's the right thing to do. I'll leave it up for a little while longer. I'm trying to figure out how to make shorts of it like uh, little volleyball shorts. I don't know what they call biker shorts, whatever, all that good stuff. If I can figure out how to do one or the other, then I'll add shorts to that. Um, I think I'm also going to add the peach shirt as an actual shirt instead of just the crop top because I've, I've had too many requests for it. So, um, yeah, that's, that about wraps this thing up, y'all. I hope that y'all enjoyed this week's episode. 
I will holler at y'all next week. I don't have much to say, so that's it. Peace. Bye.